Previously on Tales from the Twenty Side. I'm afraid one of your comrades, I say one of your comrades, Nelfiorin Zor, well, she's been missing for a while now. We are well aware of your hands-on style of management. <sighs> we will be back to report the tiniest thing. Well, there was someone uh, called Nell Furin on the list. I remember that. Yes, it's a woman by the name of Nell. Mm, Nell. 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 Everything's got a thread. Everything connects to each other somehow. If we found that note, we was meant to find it. That means we're meant to do something about this girl today. Mm. This is a an interesting dish, must be said. It is a little bit misleading. Like there's not a, I don't see a toad in sight. Right. If if you're finding that nice lad just Aryan, I I would feel bad about taking this, and she'll give you back a silver piece. Very you just up. you just find him and brings him brings him back. All right. He's a good lad. That was a particularly lame clap for me that time. I do apologise. Like, That's, uh, That's what I, months I, of isolation have done. I had that um, a couple of months ago when we were doing a, a, a record for, for, for 20 side proper. Um, and for some reason, I just couldn't clap. I was there going, guys, I think, I, th- I, th- I think I've forgotten how to clap today. And they were like, mm. no, no, I'm, no, I'm sure you're fine. I was like, no, not like the physical action of clapping. I, I've just forgotten how to do it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, it happens. I, I, once, I once did a show. Oh, God, I was to the show, and the whole audience seemed to have lost the ability to clap. It's <laughs> <laughs> incredible. I was giving them my best jokes, and they just—they just forgotten how to clap or laugh uh, or laugh. They, they yeah. seemed to think it was impolite to laugh. How peculiar! At a, yeah, mm-hmm. especially I mean, at a Jim Davison revival comedy festival. <laughs> you think you'd think that they'd have lapped it up? <laughs> yeah, it was good in the seventies, guys. Come on! <laughs> I was yeah, playing Chalky White down in Brixton. You know, I thought thought I'd go down a bomb. On that note, <laughs> 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 that'll be that bramble gone. <laughs> so, welcome everybody to Tales from the Twenty Side, a Pathfinder Second Edition Let's Play podcast. Uh, I am your host for this series of specials, where we are running through the Rose Street Revenge, a Pathfinder Society playtest. Uh, I'm Stu Jackson, and with me as ever is Mr. Dombre. Hello. Mr. Neil Kelly. Hello. And we've kidnapped them and we're not giving them back. From the Danger Club podcast, it's Mr. Dan Thompson. I think we've done more of these than we've done a Lockdown Legends now, haven't we? We're just we're part of the furniture. Hello. <laughs> and Mr. James Foxy Lockhart. So how are we all? How are we all feeling, guys? Yeah, pretty psyched up. Um, yeah. You know, we, we're in a puddle waterlogged mansion. I mean, it's basically, you know, it's it's my it's my childhood. It's a marked step up for Centaur. Um, Footnotes of Centaur for Sebastian. I beg your pardon. It's a marked step up for Sebastian because um, prior to coming to Absalom and joining the Pathfinder Society, uh, Sebastian had lived much of his life uh, alone uh, in a shack on an island. So uh, this this uh, this flooded, sinking, broken mansion is a. Uh, is a little, a, a little taste of luxury for him. 
Yeah, Absalom must be quite an overawing sort of situation for him then. If he's come from a shack to a thriving metropolis. Yes. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I mean, he's he's had a, he's had a lot of guidance from uh, whatever mysterious force he gets his power from, um, kind of guiding him on how to act in 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 the real world again after being away from it for so long. But, uh, yeah, sort of, sort of see, he, he, even seeing the seeing the faded grandeur of this this mansion in front of him is uh, he's, he's he's quite enjoying it. You were so lucky. We, we a rundown shack would have been a paradise to us. <laughs> it would have been a palace. <laughs> Be quiet, you boomer. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> so basically, your cat uh, is uh, is Wilson uh, from from yeah, the Castaway. Or whatever it's yeah, called. yeah, in a sense, in a sense. Nice, nice. Except he's 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 a cat and not a football. Yes, yeah, and, ex- and he, he he has an actual face as opposed to one that was painted on. Oh, <laughs> the painted on face cat. Uh, I mean, the cats are allowed to wear makeup as well, I suppose. Uh, made, made up cat. Made up, made up cat. <laughs> I'm curious to hear um, how you're all feeling about uh, Venture Captain Ambrose now, because uh, I know you were you were not very impressed by him to start with, but he, he had a bit of a revelation for you last. He did. He's uh, last he's session. abused his position by um, in, in romantically involving himself with a, a could be vulnerable member of the Pathfinder Society. So uh, yeah, he's definitely shot up. In my estimation, uh, how about you guys? <laughs> and short, short, shortly after that, he was advocating for us to start bribing the city guard. Yep. So, yeah, mm. literally in the same conversation <laughs> as revealing his uh, his rather sort of dodgy yeah. past, he's uh, he's bribery as well. Yeah, so, um, so I think I think on on the whole, what, what what we're trying to say is that we all think he's a, he's a real stand up guy. No, no, I I don't know. I feel differently about him, but I don't necessarily think more of him. I don't I don't uh, think uh, less of him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. yes, he hasn't gone down in my estimation. Uh, <laughs> how about you, uh, Dan? Well, I, it's the standard. Um, it's the standard way of performing when you're in the Pathfinder Society, isn't it? Is just permanently believing your venture captain is probably behind it all, but going along with mm. it anyway um, in order to get paid. <laughs> He's definitely tied up somewhere, isn't he? He's definitely connected to something that's going on. He has a it's personal different. involvement now. Mm. It's kind of like working in retail from my memory of that many years ago just sort of you know <laughs> manager doesn't do much you've got to report to them quite a lot and they're probably behind something shady that you don't want to know no. about you know uh, at, at the very least uh, he's he's involved in an inappropriate workplace relationship like because he's her boss effectively if she's a lieutenant there's some abuse of power been going on there I think at the very least Pathfinder HR needs to find out about this yeah and he, and he spent he set up all night putting his feelers out I mean that's <laughs> as long as it was only his feelers he was putting out uh, he can do what he wants yes the feelers of venture Captain Ambrose great event that, that, could, that's a, that could be another adventure spin off there yeah 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 <laughs> He retires to a little cavern out in the wilderness. <laughs> Got to go and track him down. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, you'll be able to report to HR, assuming you all get back in one piece. Uh, but for now, uh, you're hot on the heels of a young man called Justarian, uh, who has also gone missing. Uh, and you have come to the place he calls home, uh, a manor, which is run down to say the least before you what do you all want to do 
So we've got a staircase up ahead of us, going up. It's inside, so you can see through the doors. Um, You can just about see there's two staircases to the left and right uh, going up from a a hall, yes. I see, so it's like a sort of swept up affair on either side. Yeah, think Gone with the Wind. Think Gone with the Wind, right, okay. Yeah. Not a lot of of houses like this in the Battles Quarter, Battles District. Mm. It's big. This is uh, is quite something. Hard to believe that this was the this was the home of one one kitchen assistant. Um, On thinking (laughs) that, uh, Stu, Sebastian is going to look around. Is there anybody else um, either in or around this mansion? Give me a perception check. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. There's. Not what you'd call anybody around that you can see. Um, there's people within, the, you know, that you can see moving about, going from one place to another, but nobody loitering. Okay, and, but, and no, nobody else inside the mansion. That's what that's what I'm getting at. Not that you can see. Sure. Are there any signs of recent habitation? Uh, Sim talking. Give me a perception check. Ooh, I was having to just piggyback. Uh, oh, I actually rolled really well on that. A 24. A 24. Um, it's hard to tell from this distance, but um, possibly the stairs look... Some of that damage looks fresher than other bits. Remember, oh. we are on the lookout for mermaids and hats. Hmm. And the stairs will be dangerous. The stairs are full of mermaids. Mmm. Mm. Trixie mermaids. Now, should we go and have a look then? I, I suppose so. Maybe and then we, the bounty of hats will be ours. Maybe we should knock on the door. Would that not be a. I mean, okay. The normal way of Sintor, doing Sintor, things. Sintor, Sintor knocks on the door that's hanging off on one hinge as we stand in the doorway. <laughs> Anybody um, home? Expectedly, the door falls off with a splash. I think we can come in. Well, we, we've done the polite thing, at least. Mm. There is no response dry. to Mrs. Weaver's request. As long as you, uh, as long as none, none of you are vampires, we shouldn't need inviting in. Ha 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 ha. No, that, that, <laughs> that, that, that wasn't a joke. That was a, that's, that's a real thing. Sintor looks at him. And then looks back. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, the perception check. Is there one set of stairs that looks notably more damaged than the other? Or one that looks like it's the one that's used to go upstairs? Or are they both the same? No. What it, The fresher damage appears to be on the left-hand side, but they both look really knackered. Right. Hmm. Don't like the look of them. No. Uh... Can I take the right-hand stairs, then? Very gingerly. You want to take the right-hand stairs? Uh, how would you like to go... Do you, are you going to On climb the stairs? Um, no. The walls are fairly rough. You could attempt to scale the walls instead. Nah. Nah, I think I'll take the stairs. I mean, it's been pointed out these are probably going to collapse about quite, quite thoroughly, but... Eh. I'm a risky kind of fella. Okay. Um, so Sinto's going to take the stairs. Uh, is everyone else going up or are you all staying downstairs? 
Oh, uh, you're so I'm cool. Gonna, I, I'm going to put my head inside um, inside the front door. Okay, Sebastian sticks your head inside the front door. Um, Hool is going oh, up. Are you going I'll, I'll by stairs or wall? I'll go Perhaps we should go up one at a time. One at a time. Do not overstress the stairs. In fact, maybe I, I will go up the other staircase. It looks more freshly damaged, mm. but um, not necessarily more rickety. So uh, I'll go up the other staircase and see who Good wins. Good idea. We can treat it like a little competition. <laughs> I like your thinking, Hurl. <laughs> uh, okay. A competition where the winner get, where the winner wins gravity. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so Hool is going up the left-hand stairs. Sintor's going up the right. What is Mrs. Weaver doing? Uh, are there any other rooms on the lower level of this uh, of this building? There are. What, all the doors down here have fallen off. Mm. Um, the, the walls are rotten. Um, there are what were rooms, but half the walls are missing. Even it's you know. There's okay. just spaces. Uh, Mrs. Weaver doesn't fancy the stairs just at the moment. Um, she's this isn't her first stair tango. Um, so she. Uh, <laughs> that's are you are you implying that our characters have never encountered stairs? <laughs> <laughs> because because in Sintel's case, you might be right. <laughs> <laughs> it's rodeo as well. Stair tango is nothing. I don't know where, but. Uh, it's everyone's first stair tango. Uh, she's going to just spend a little time just having a nose around the lower levels um, while they uh, while they go up and keeping half an eye on the stairs to see how well they stand up to a bit of weight. Uh, Sebastian is also going to look around the rooms on the ground floor, Stu, um, looking looking for two things: looking for signs of, of, of recent habitation, um, and also for any signs that might indicate a struggle. Okay, uh, can you both give me a perception check? We'll come to the stairs in a moment. Very good. Ooh, 22 for Sebastian. It's a uh, it's 24 for uh, Mrs. Weaver, or 26 if uh, if I'm spotting any hidden foes. Because of my keen eyes. There's no one hiding. Good to know. Um, so we'll come back on that one. Sintor okay. uh, and Hul... Can you both make acrobatics checks for me, please? 18. 18 for who? And what are we rolling? Acrobatics. My favourite. <laughs> that is... Uh, oh, I actually did something I'm really good at. 21. 21. Um, yep, yeah, you both make it up the stairs... Who makes it first? Any issue? <laughs> who, who else? Who, what was your role, uh, uh, Neil? Eighteen. Yes, I win. Sintel <laughs> makes it. I am the king of the stairs. One step ahead. <laughs> one and step beyond. Yet yeah, you see a, a landing with a corridor. In front of each of you, there are two doors, and um, you see each other at the top of the stairs as well oh. and in between there is a room to the left and to the right as and I won the stair competition I will let you choose Hurl we'll oh. come back onto that in just a moment um, so Mrs Weaver and Sebastian as you are looking round downstairs 
Uh, you do see something, which is helpful. Um, at the bottom of the stairs, you see a wooden club. And with those really good perception rolls, in fact, um, you see some strands of hair sort of caught under a splinter of it. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm guessing the strands of hair are on the head of the club rather than the handle. It, yes, they are. Absolutely. Mm. Um, you find a couple more things. Um, you find a holy symbol just on the stairs and this was the stairs that Hull went up um, but in amongst some damage and yeah no, that's it What's uh, do we know what deity the holy symbol represents uh, give me a religion check alright uh. 17 on the die 26. Uh, I'm not trained, so that is a, that is a 17. Uh, but I have dubious knowledge, so if that's if that's a fail, I get something false and something true. Okay, well you both um, you both realise that uh, this is the holy symbol of Milani, the goddess of devotion, hope, and uprisings. You get any cheaty book out, Dan? <laughs> get me gods of magic. Yeah. This, uh, this, this certainly seems uh, like something an ex-slave might, might might carry. I can I, I, I believe that many of them are attracted to the worship of of of, of Milani. Aye, she's popular with them. She is. It's curious that it's here on the stairs. What was that you found over over there, Mrs. Weaver? Club hairs on it. Someone got knocked over the head just around here. I would uh, hazard a guess it might be the person what dropped that um, that symbol. Quite possibly. But, um, if if you were the assailant, why leave the club? Or, or perhaps perhaps the club belonged to the defender, and it was knocked from his grasp. Mm, it's possible. Could be. Uh, could be a could be a bit of wood. Mrs. Mrs. Weaver, um, a question about your magics that allow you to. Um, uh, to peek at a person's fate. Mm. Is it possible to do that with something like a hair? Not in not in a way the magic works. Grandma needs to see them to know uh, if she's going to help me uh, to uh, divine anything from their fate. Hairs can be useful in some kind of divination magics, but um, nothing particularly in this. If we wanted to scry on a fella, that's beyond my capacity just at the moment. Mm, of course. Well, well ne never mind then. It was a, it was a, was but a thought. What you can both do as you're examining the club is you can both make either a medicine or religion check for me. Uh, Same for both. It makes no difference. I'm untrained in both. <laughs> uh, that's a two. So I guess I'm going to invoke du dubious knowledge. Three on the die. It's only a ten. Um, a ten on a uh, let's say a medicine. Okay, um, Mrs. Weaver, you can't tell. 
anything. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Sebastian, uh, you can tell two things from this. One is that the person who it struck was undead, and the other is that the person who used it was left-handed. My, my, this is quite curious. Um, <laughs> as, I, as I look at the indentation here, do you see, Mrs. Weaver, as well as the hair, there is um, a little bit of skin uh, sort of still attached to it. Mm. It would appear that um, the individual that was struck with this instrument was an, was an undead creature. The uh, the wielder, as you, as you as you can clearly see from the indentation on the handle, uh, the wielder of this was left-handed. I wonder if our Justerian was left-handed. Worth asking about. Undead. This part of Absalom don't sound right. I know it's a strange place for them to be. Mm. A lot of strange stuff mm. around this part of town, though, isn't there? There is. How are they Meanwhile, doing upstairs? At the Temple of Doom, I mean the upstairs. <laughs> what are Sintor and Hul doing? Which door, Hugh? Um, any, mini, miny, mo. Left. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so you, we so you each, you each have two doors in front of you. Um, towards the back of the property. And there is larger central rooms to the back and to the front. So we go left. I, I don't think we should be going in different rooms. I think we should both be going in the same room. Yes. Yeah, I agree. We should stick together. I think, yes. I know people think they can cover more ground if they split up, but... Uh, it's this really, this is it, a misconception. You will just get picked off and killed one by one. Yes, I've seen Who it happen would so be many so times. foolish? <laughs> yes. Every every folk tale I've been told around a campfire involves people splitting up and then being picked off one by one. And although they're very entertaining, you do not want to be in that situation yourself. Exactly. Okay, Let's go so left. Through the left door. So are you coming together in the centre of the hallway? Um, the middle of it. Left. We're going left. We're going in the door that's on. <laughs> we're both going in the door that's on my left. The left and most door. Yes. So on your left. Right, so. Mm. Uh, no, left. Left. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, so, Sinto, as you walk along the hallway um, past all the other rooms to get to Hull as you get to the central door I need you to make a reflex save for me please oh it's not great that's uh, uh, 15 with a 15 um so a wave of filth and slime come from the room to your right. Um, you just manage to dodge out of the way. Ew. And in the room, 
Uh, you can see that the wave of filth and slime has come from what appears to be a sewer ooze. Let's go into rounds. Oh, Everybody no. roll initiative. Oh, no. I believe it is a sewer ooze. <laughs> Quickly. Are we rolling for initiative? We oh, are indeed. Okay, that's not a bad roll for initiative, Sintor. That will be 15 for Sintor. Do you want rolls for Mrs. Weaver and Sebastian as well, Stu? Uh, yes, let's... Yes, we'll see what happens. <laughs> this is a big fight with the sewer is going upstairs. And they just say, yes, I think this bat probably manufactured somewhere around there. <laughs> 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 it's interesting. Let me get rid of that holy symbol. Uh, it's a 19 on uh, perception initiative for Sebastian. Uh, and a 13 for Mrs. W. 13 for Mrs. Dob. And for I think, Hood. I think uh, Mrs. Weaver would be a good character in her own spin off show, like oh. Cadfile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just solving mysteries and weaving a little loom. <laughs> um, I threw a natural one. So, seven. <laughs> okay. What's your total? Seven. Seven. Seven for who? Who is unaware? So the first thing that happens is up in the corner of the room, um, a swarm of bats suddenly become very, very agitated and head straight towards you, Sintor. Uh, oh no. Hats. They said, they said hats. What kind of hats I prepared, I prepared myself to fight with hats. I was unprepared for these bats. Uh, they are flapping around you and catching you with their claws. Uh, take one point of piercing damage. What? Do I get a reflex <laughs> save? Uh, nope. <laughs> They are, you are right amongst them. Yeah, they swarms are do right damage just by being on you. Yeah, uh, and this will this will make you happy. You also take one persistent bleed damage. Oh, sweet! <laughs> hmm. uh, do I uh, take that now? Uh, no, no, no. At the start of your, uh, your okay. turn. Okay. Uh, Sebastian, you've heard. Um, Probably a bit of screaming and a lot of flapping. Oh my, what's going on up there? I'll look up to to where this noise is coming from. Um, What do I see? Uh, Nothing from where you are. Okay. Um, You you see Hula at the top of one of the stairs. Okay, so I I don't see uh, the bats or the ooze that are bearing down on them. You cannot see from downstairs, no. Yeah, I'll sort of, sort of look up. Um, free action to speak, if I may. Um, is is everything all right up there? They said they'd be hats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, I uh, I will. These use... are not hats. <laughs> I will I will use uh, my first action to start moving up the stairs, please, Stu. Okay, uh, if you're climbing the stairs, give me an acrobatics check, please. Awful. Um, 16 total. 16, you make it up the stairs uh, without 
difficulty. And yes, you reach the top of the set. Are you going up uh, the same one that Centaur went up, or um, uh, cool? I'm going up whichever one the um, holy symbol was on, because that would be the one that I was in front of. Okay, uh, you are now stood next to Hul. Uh, uh, so about 25 feet away from you, you can see Centaur um, being surrounded by bats. It's almost like a scene from The Dark Knight Rises. Um, I have not seen that. Ah. <laughs> and there's a lot of slime on the floor. And there's a lot of what, sorry? Slime on the floor. On the, on the floor where I'm standing. No, no, no. Uh, next to Sintor. Oh, okay. But I can't. I can't see the sewers itself. No, you can't. Okay, fine. Uh, in that case, um, yeah, I, I see that Sintor's in a bit of a pickle, and uh, with a flick of my wrist, um, a little dart of electricity leaps from my fingers, um, casting electric arc on the swarm of bats. Okay, uh, I believe they need to give a reflex save, don't they? They do oh. indeed. So they get a reflex save. Hmm. They get a reflex. <laughs> you got to do one for one roll for each bat. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's 23 yes. bats. Uh, <laughs> Thankfully, Electric Heart can only target two creatures, so. And that was a bad roll, so a nine. Nine is a failure. Um, the, the swarm of bats takes uh, seven points of electricity damage. Nice. Seven, so about half of them have just fallen and flopped onto the floor. Poor cute little bats. Don't say cute little, little bats, too. These aren't cute little bats. They got scared and they decided to, in their fright to go and attack yeah. somebody. I mean, normal mm. bats in the films, they just go when they fly out the window. Mm. Not these bats. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. I'm really scared and I'm going to take his face off. I mean, that's that's not cute, Stu. <laughs> oh, bats are cute. Uh, the sewer ooze uh, has going to do a thing. Uh, ten. Uh, it comes next to you, Centaur, and lashes well? out at you with a pseudopod. Uh, 14, a pseudopod. A pseudopod? Pseudopod. Tentacle. How dare you hit me with your pseudopod, but you missed. And it does miss, and that is that, Centaur. It is your turn. Please take one point of persistently damage. There we go. I believe it's nasty. Isn't, yeah, it is nasty, yeah. Isn't persistent damage at the end of the turn, screen? Yes, I believe it is. Sorry, my bad. That's all right. That's all right. It's, it's good not to forget that. Definitely not forgetting that bleed damage. Mm -hmm. uh, I would like to... Before you go, or...? Um, <laughs> I think that... Um, oh, I suppose... Oh, I should take this... Uh, I'd like to, to make a slash, ignoring the bats that are flapping around my head. I'd like to take a slash at the ooze, please. Okay, make your attack roll. Ooh, that's uh, 18. An 18 is a critical hit. Is it? Mm -hmm. Nice. It is. Nice. Okay, very good. Uh, in that case, 
It is a 2d4. Oh, no, it's not. That's a lie. I'm going to just find the right dice. So that's 2d8. So that's a 7 and 1. Um, plus 4. Do I double the strength damage? Just, just do strength damage once, isn't it? Yep, double your strength. Uh, yes. So add it up as you normally would and then double the lot. That's how I always do it anyway. Oh, so I'm doubling the strength bonus as well. Yep. Yes. Sweet. Crits, baby. In that case, that is 16 points worth of damage. 16 points of damage. You carve out a nice little chunk. Um, this, although it looks like slime, it's, uh, as you cut into it, it's a bit more solid than you were expecting. And you yeah, carve a nice chunk off it. That's your nice. first go. I would like to slash it again. And a minus okay. five. Da, 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 Take da, da, a slash da. on the mm. sewerus. Nah, nah. Well, unless a nine is a hit. A nine is a hit. Is it? Yeah, oh. Ooze is is rubbish. Uh, in that case, I shall um, roll my <laughs> damage again. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. If it hits me with those pseudopods, I'm sure I shall re- revise that. And apologies to any ooze that's listening. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you're fulfilling members of society. And uh, yeah, uh, but uh, that is 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage. You carve off a nice little chunk. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and slash it again. Just because, you know, at a minus 10, this is, isn't it? It is. Yes, so that is 11. 11 is another hit. (laughs) Slashy, slashy, ooze. Uh, Splendid, but that's uh, 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. Standing there, wailing on this (laughs) tub of moldy Ben and Jerry's that is trying to attack him. Indeed. we're around to Mrs. W. Aww. We're still downstairs it's, hearing all this. It's great with uh, Cinder. It's great when you build a character around one weapon and it actually works, isn't it? It's so Ooh, so yeah. often whenever you build, like, a, I'm going to build someone who's a master with this weapon and you just roll garbage non-stop. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, because the curve blade is such a great hmm. weapon if it works. It's tremendous, hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I say unfortunately, the only unfortunate thing about the last round is I couldn't add my forceful damage to any of that because I just kept hitting it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. So it's pre- presumably we're aware of the carnage going on upstairs now. Oh, uh, yeah. yes. They're not being um, quiet. Right. Uh, it's just the noise of someone slapping wet ham. Hmm. Is- Mrs. Weaver is just furiously sort of cat's cradling... Um, with her wool and she looks up the stairs and just says if you're sure uh, and just snaps the uh, the wool into a pattern into a diamond pattern uh, and casts guidance on herself and then bounds up the stairs with her second action okay oh. give me an acrobatics check this with your is such guidance. a bad score for me <laughs> she's a tiny old hmm. lady uh, so that with guidance is going to be a plus three Come on, Mrs. W. Natural 20. Yes! (laughs) Yes, and turning a cartwheel up the stairs. Um, Yeah, you bound your way up. Which stairs did you go up? I go up the undamaged ones. Uh, They're both damaged, but do you mean the less recently damaged? Yeah. Okay. It's a uh, stanner, eh? <laughs> and you are at the top of the stairs, and yeah, about um, 30 feet away from you, you see Centaur um, right. carving chunks out of some slime and 
uh, being surrounded by bats. I take in uh, what is going on. I've got a, I've got one action left. Ain't much I can. I'm pretty sure you can't cast the same spell twice in one round, even if you have the, uh, uh, even if it's less than uh, three actions. I imagine. I don't think. Is it a cantrip? No. Yeah, it's a cantrip. If it's a cantrip. GM says it's fine. All right, I'm gonna throw a. I'm gonna go ahead and throw a uh, another guidance down, and I will throw it on Huel. Okay. Hmm. Uh, what's range on? Uh, it's short. I think it's thirty feet for guidance. Huel is too far away. Oh, is he too far Hul away? Is at Hul the top of the other stairs. Centaur ah. is the only one, unless uh, you're thinking about the Surulus or Bat yeah, Swarm as well. I mean, it's tempting. <laughs> You know, GM's got to take care of GMs, um, but uh, <laughs> uh, throw it on Sintel. Sintel's got a plus one to his next roll. Yes. There we go, and that's Mrs. W. Uh, Hool. Well, I'm not really sure what to do in this situation. I'm a bit uh, taken aback, um, but I'm thinking maybe it would be safer for all of us if some of these bats were on fire. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm going I to think, I think that as, as uh, setting a zombie on fire. Now you have a zombie that is also on fire. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a sound plan with no drawbacks. <laughs> so, yes, uh, uh, it cannot possibly fail. So I, I will produce flame at these bats. Produce flame. I need to check something, um, but that sounds like a fantastic idea to me. <laughs> A brilliant plan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of Sintora. Go ahead and cast your damage. Uh, sorry, um, cast your attack. Oh, a natural 20. Yes. Natural oh. 20. Do I, do I use my spell? Bats. Do I use a spell modifier or is it a... Um, well, a natural 20 is a critical hit. Spell uh, so give me your damage roll. Four. Messy. Plus, what do, what do I add to it? Uh, your spell casting ability modifier. So is that oh, so I've just come wisdom off that. in this case? Wisdom for the for, for druid. Wisdom. Um, which is three, so that's uh, seven. So that is a total of 14 points of damage. Ooh. And the rest of the bats um, fall around Sintor. Uh, Sintor, give me a reflex save, please. Oh. <laughs> I think Produce Flame was an AoE, but there we go. <laughs> Let's find out if it... Uh, yeah, that's when good, they're actually. in that, your hair, I'm ruling. A, <laughs> a dirty 20. Yeah. A dirty 20, yeah. You absolutely avoid any damage whatsoever. Sintor just looks at uh, Huel and, and nods, goes, mm. and then gets back to slashing the, <laughs> slashing the ooze. Well, <laughs> he thought that was a great plan. One action remaining. Um, Can I, have I got a shield or something? I'll, I'll put up my, my shield, my buckler. 
you raise your shield. That's tremendous. To just hose bats off somebody with a flamethrower without <laughs> hitting them. <laughs> yeah, when he's having right electrified the, half the first. When he's yeah. right in the middle of the... Oh no, I've got some bats on me. It's all right, I've got this. Uh, I was in a game once. This is what you do. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Sebastian, uh, Hula's just done this standing next to you, and you're up. Hmm, curious. Um, I, I can now see this um, this ooze creature that's um, also assaulting Centaur, is that correct? Uh, you can. It is yeah. just the other side of Centaur, but yeah, you can make it out. There's not much left of it. It's got to be sad. Not much left. Okay. Um... Yeah, I'll, I'll sort of say to everybody, uh, oh, it looks like you've got, you've got this under control. Um, flick of the wrist again. Uh, another jolt of lightning will flick out from my fingers. The ooze needs to give me a reflex save, please. Okay. I uh, 14. Might, I might have goofed here. Hmm? <laughs> for, hmm. for, never mind. 14 is a failure. Um, it takes... Uh, uh, it takes four points of electricity damage. Rolled a one on the B4 that time. Oh, tell me how you finish it. Oh, hey, nice, uh, <laughs> nice. So yeah, um, this electricity sort of flicks from from Sebastian's fingers, and you see it kind of bouncing around inside this ooze. You know, being a creature that's mostly made of liquid, uh, it sort of turns into like a like a like a, a little plasma ball. Um, you know, a little glass thing you put your fingers on and it moves around. Mm. Um, and then it just kind of pops with a with a, with a messy splat. Nice, nice. Ooh. And Sintor then the floor gives Sebastian. way beneath all of us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sintor looks at Sebastian and nods. Mm. I tell you, quick, 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 out of character thing there. The reason I was worried that I just made a massive mistake um, is because in fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons, most oozes have an ability that when you hit them with, with with lightning damage, they split and become two oozes. Oh, like the black pudding. <laughs> oh, yeah. gross. Like black pudding? The black what pudding, the... it's a, a Pathfinder monster. If you Every time it takes damage, it splits into two with half as many hit points. Um, so you have to keep dividing it until it's, until you completely kill all of them. It's a nightmare <laughs> monster. It's so oh, my God. Oh, I thought for a moment you were actually talking about black pudding, and I was like, mm. right, that's how you do it. I mean, that'll do it too if you cook it right. It's... Oh, <laughs> I love black pudding. It's good with the mixed grill. Um, okay. Uh, so now we're out of rounds, and you were all upstairs. Uh, can everyone make a perception roll for me? Could you, uh, now, can I? what can I do about this persistent bleed damage? I'll take a look. Um, Thank you, Mr. W. Oh, I've got an ouchie. So I, I am going to need to look up what medicine roll I've got to make to stop bleeding. Ooh, I got a 20 for my perception, dirty 20. It's just a okay. tree wounds, isn't it? I think it is, isn't it? Yeah. I've got 11. Uh, I've got 7. Uh, tree wounds won't do no good, that's 10 minutes. Oh, it's not first aid, is it? Oh, it is, yeah. First, administer first aid, stop bleeding. The hmm. attempt medicine check. The DC is the DC of the effect that caused the bleed. So I will. I've got my healer's tools. I will attempt to stop the bleeding on Centaur. Okay. That's uh, an eleven. Um, You've made it worse. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> no, it's not our win. Um, you haven't made it worse, but uh, but no, unfortunately, the bleeding is still going on. Please take one more point of persistent bleed damage. Oh, I'm bleeding to death very, 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 very slowly. Um, after after you take persistent damage, I believe you make a flat check save, don't you? To see if it goes away. Uh, that that would be good. Otherwise, I will typically a DC oh, fifteen flat check to. Uh, Stop persistent damage. Uh, I rolled 18. Ah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm not bleeding to death. Any more? How, how badly hurt are you? Because I can, I can drop. I, a I took three. I took three points of damage. Uh, so what, yeah. Uh, sort, sort, sort of seeing that Sintel is a bit cut up, um, Sebastian will reach into his his bandolier, uh, pull out a small vial of a of a shimmering red liquid, and he'll toss it to Sintel. Here, drink drink this. You'll feel better. Nice. Thanks. Ooh, can I have, I have some too? Uh, it's an elixir of life. It uh, gives you D6 back. Nice. Thank you very much. Five points of restoration. So I'm back to full. Uh, if, it's, if, if it's at all relevant, you also have plus one to saves against poison and disease for the next ten minutes. Nice. Fantastic. So back on your perception check, Sintor, you got 20, didn't I you? I got 30, 20, um, yeah. Sebastian and I got, uh, Mrs. I got a seven. Weaver? I got a seven, don't worry about me. Uh, it's a, a 10 for Mrs. Weaver. She's she's um, off her game now. Okay. She's a downstairs cool. lady. <laughs> she, she, that sounds she, like a Led Zeppelin <laughs> track. <laughs> she, got, she, she got vertigo when she climbed the stairs. Yeah, she, <laughs> she got no business being up here. Who had 11? 11. So, Sinto, you're really the only one who notices this. There are... You're not being surrounded by bats. Um, there are quite a number of insects um, hovering sort of in the middle of this, um, this area. In fact, when you really look... Uh, they are more swarming behind you. Where when you look, there is a spiral staircase going up. Hmm. Uh, Sintor, I point this out to you... the rest of the group. Oh, if you if you're pointing it out to everyone, uh, anyone who is trained in nature can give me a check, please. No. Do you know what? I actually, might be... no, no, I'm not. Nah. Yes, yes, I yes. Who is changed in? Trained in nature. Um, so that'll be 18. Nice. 18. Um, so Hull knows that these are two types of insect, in fact. There are corpse flies and there are death's head moths. Um, the corpse flies, you know, are drawn to meat and rotting corpses. Uh, they like rainy days and staying in watching <laughs> movies. <laughs> Pina coladas, getting caught on uh, walks on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Um, is Hull trained in religion? Uh, no. No. Okay. Can is anyone else trained in religion? Monsters? Oh, because yeah. I presume Hull well, is pointing can... this out. If Hull's pointing it out, then yes, anyone trained in religion. 
uh, can make a religion roll for me. I'll take a look. We're, we're really scooby-doing this house, aren't we? So like, <laughs> yeah. Wait a moment, those are death's head moths and, and corpse flies. Wait, I know something about this. <laughs> I, I, I know something about that thing. <laughs> uh, with a 22 in religion. Well, with a 22, um, Mrs. Weaver will know that Deathhead Moths are sacred to Urgathoa, who is the goddess of gluttony, disease and undeath. She'd also know that the Moths are indigenous on the Isle of Kortos, but it's odd that they should be here. These are Urgothoa's moths. This oh. ain't natural for them to be here in the city. I think, I think maybe we spoke too... Uh, maybe I may have spoken too quickly when I said it was unlikely that an undead was the one what got hit over the head. We might. Are you saying that the attic might not be filled with hats? Mm. Could be something a little more sinister than hats. By, by An undead could hat. Be, could be, yes. <laughs> could, could be filled with something worse than hats. Goodness. What could be worse than hats? Well, un, ah. undead hats. Sintor mm. <gasps> looks concerned. I mean, I've, 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 I've heard of these, these horrific creatures in a far-off land uh, called head crabs. Uh, they're like hats that eat your brains. I think we're more looking like hats that have long since died out, but for some reason keep coming back like trilbies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go kill us some trilbies. The, fi mm. the final boss of the adventure path is um, is just a sentient fedora. <laughs> <laughs> Who's still trying to crack that last case. <laughs> 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 right, let's go. And I'd like to... Can I make a perception check on the stairs to make sure they're not trapped? I can the, make the that perception tech. check for you. What's your perception uh, score? I mean, I, so I don't roll? No, I'll roll. Oh, so it's okay. a secret check for traps. Secret yeah. check. So I've got a perception of five. You find no traps? <laughs> there are no traps. Uh, sweet. Are, are you uh, sure you... there are no traps? <laughs> uh, in that case, I would like to just go up the spiral staircase uh, to my potential doom. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll, fo I'll, I'll follow behind Sintor. Um, as we kind of enter the area of these flies, um, do they take any notice of us? Do they, you know, start trying to eat us or anything? No, they're they're ignoring you. Okay. Um, and yes, as you uh, go up into the attic of this building, um, you enter into a it's about a 20-foot square room, roughly. Um, and there is a... First thing you notice is a body lying on the floor of a, uh, a, a youngish man. Uh, uh, surrounded by a pool of congealed blood. Sebastian... Um sees this and immediately he covers his mouth and turns away what is it it oh. may be this Justinian yes there's um there's something rather unpleasant up here a young man who seems to have met a sticky end mm. Mm. 
Remember them flies. Keep your wits about you while we have a look at him. Do we have a stick? It's always important to poke dead things with a stick. I tell you what I can do. Um, that's not a bad idea. Um, Sebastian will um, move his hands gracefully through, through, through the air, um, and a spectral copy of his hand will float off his hand. Uh, I cast Mage Hand, and I'd like to prod the corpse. Okay. Um... No, I know a body is an item uh, for the purposes. Um, okay, yeah, you prod, you poke a finger into the body, and it doesn't do anything. Yes, I, I, th- I think he's he's definitely dead, Jim. Oh. Mm. All right then. Let's see how uh, you got undone then. Has everyone come up to the attic to have a yes. look? Yes. Oh, well, uh, Mrs. Weaver will. Okay, Mrs. Weaver's training medicine, isn't she? she so is. she can take a medicine check for me, please. Right, so she, Mrs. Weaver gets her tools out and uh, starts examining. It's a three, but I'm going to use halfling luck. Could you see if she got lucky on this one to, uh, to roll again? It's only a five, it's not much better, so it's only a 12 total. With a 12. Uh, you can determine there are a number of wounds over this young man's body and they appear to have come from claws. Mm. Oh, shit. Claw marks. Mm. Any of you... Uh, anyone, who, anyone know animals? I suspect this ain't anything natural. I don't know animals, but I'm um, thinking early on the, the undead subject. I know there are certain strands of undead that use claws. Stu, can I, can I make... Um, it's, a, it's a stretch, so feel free to say no. Can I make an occultism roll to see if this might be anything untoward that's happened here? Mm. Neil, as well, if, if you're a druid, do you have much animal law to rule out natural... I mean, it doesn't sound natural, but still... No, I, I'm, I'm trained in nature, but not in occultism. Oh. Yeah, maybe, maybe a nature check to see if it's... Okay, so Dom, uh, give me a occultism check first. Oh yes, yeah, so, so um, I've just thought of a better way to phrase it. I'm trying to see if, if there's any kind of ritual significance here. Right. Okay. Uh, oh, have we got hero points, you? You have. Well, you may not have in a moment, but yeah, um, you have for well, now. I'm going to use it. I, I I rolled a natural one uh, for everyone's benefit. Okay. Uh, Sebastian starts to think, starts to look at this scene, and he starts to think um, about other rituals that, that he'd overseen, and, and whether this does bear any resemblance to any he's aware of. And he thinks a little bit harder, uh, and he gets a natural twenty. Hey, hey nice, fantastic! With a natural twenty, you are absolutely certain that this bears no resemblance to any rituals you are familiar with. Sure, that was what I expected. Wasted 20. Mm. I don't care. It's alright, that's good. (laughs) Neil, give me your nature check, please. Ooh. Um, 25. With 25. Um, it doesn't appear to be made by any animal that you're familiar with. However, you can tell that the wounds were made by something with claws 
approximately the size of a human hand. The claw was the, the single claw was the size of a human hand. No, no, the so, claws uh, plural. Right. I think right. yeah, the sort of the spread things like that. Because yeah. <laughs> that would be terrifying. Oh my god! <laughs> How did it get in the attic? Uh, it's just this tiny creature with enormous hands. Uh, <laughs> Seems this poor fellow was um, mm. straight up brut- brutalized. Uh, mm. I don't see any any particular significance in the wounds he's inflicted. Is there anything on the body? Any money in his pocket, uh, baby? Well, that's true. Get another breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> We're down four silver pieces, guys. I mean, we need to make up some money. <laughs> you don't. Straight back. You, you search his body and you don't find anything on him. Is there anything up here, like uh, signs of habitation? Is this is a bedroll or library card? Not up in the attic, Impossible. no. Why would he be killed up in the attic? Unless he, I guess he sort of ran up here. If I can draw you, uh, if I can uh, weave you a little image, as uh, we were thinking, we found the club, and we found the symbol of Milani at the bottom of the stairs. Milani is a goddess associated with uh, slaves, so we can say that our uh, friend here is maybe an escaped slave, something like that. Perhaps I'd say there's a good chance this belonged to him. Something chased him in here. He struck a blow with the uh, he struck a blow with the uh, the club. It struck back. He dropped the symbol, knocked him into the stairs, doing some damage. We saw some of that damage was more recent, and he ran up here onto the landing where it finally done for him uh, when he made it up here to the attic. That's what I think. Mm. Seems plausible. It's a fair mm. assessment, Mrs. Weaver. See. We should search the rest of the house for clues. We should. I'm, my my concern is um, with if this if this uh, individual was killed by by a beast or a monster of some sort, where is that monster monster now? Hmm. On your guard, folks. Yeah. And uh, Sebastian will head back downstairs uh, with, with the intention of starting to search the rest of the house. Mm. Okay, uh, so as you search um, the floor below you, uh, where you battled the bats and sewerus, uh, most of the rooms just contain broken, dilapidated bits of furniture, bits of cloth and curtains that are rotting away, nothing of, of any significance. But in the room that had the sewerus, uh, you find underneath the bed a wooden trunk. What have mm. we here? Uh, pull it out from under the bed, um, and again, Sebastian will flick his wrist. Uh, the spectral hand will drift off his hand, and he'll we'll use Mage Hand to attempt to open it. And the trunk opens. What do we see inside? Inside, uh, you see there is some rope coiled up, uh, 50 feet of hemp rope. You can see a water skin and some rations. There's a set of cookware and a couple of uh, vials of liquid. Vials of liquid. 
Sebastian, you would recognise this uh, this reddish liquid in one of them as being very similar to the one you gave to Sinto. Hmm. That is pretty hmm. identical. It's a, it, is it another minor el- elixir of life to you, is that what you're trying to say? It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ah, I found, found, found another... We found a few things in here, folks. Um, there's a well, some standard looks to be exploring supplies, and there's these two vials here. One of these is uh, identical identical to what I already had. Is anybody particularly injured at the moment? No. No. I feel fine. <laughs> Let's keep it. Cool. Uh, yes, yes, fine at the moment. Okay, I'll pop it into my bandolier. Um, the okay. other, what a stroke of luck. The other vial, um, Stu, what, what does that look like? Uh, it is a palish blue liquid. Okay. Uh, pop the stopper out and give it a little sniff. Um, can I roll Arcana or something to see if I can, I can see what it is? Yes, you can. Uh, ooh, that is 24 on our card. Oh, 24, yeah. You recognise instantly the smell of a Nectar of Purification potion. Mm. Curious. I've heard about these, this uh, this concoction. It's known as a Nectar of Purification. Uh, I don't know what the Nectar of Purification does to you. <laughs> <laughs> it purifies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is nectar that mm. purifies. That's something we can uh, go into detail uh, off game. Um, but as you take these things out, um, underneath all this, you find shining at the bottom of this trunk 12 silver pieces and a That's piece lunch of sorted. paper. And on this mm. piece of paper, it is written Justarian. Again, I ask that you find somewhere else to live. You don't need to live in squalor. Not when you have friends who can help you find a safer home. And it is signed W. Mm. W. And that is where we leave it for this evening. Oh, Oh. Oh. it's getting good. Mysterious W. Tales from the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by HookSounds.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting TalesFromTheTwentySide.com.